It is Wednesday. It is what the seventeenth, I think. I think it's the seventeenth. I didn't get a chance to really like write down what the date is at all today. It's a little weird. Um, it's it's cold, man. It is. It's very cold. Um, oh boy, it's cold. I didn't wear a jacket. I really should. A sweater, at least, in the very least. Um, Oh man, I'm like still getting ready. We're in the parking lot. Welcome to The Way Home. I am your host. I'm Steve Esposito, as you know by now. I thought about something today. I thought about this show. I thought about what's going to happen in the future of this show. You know, like the concept has been told to me that's really awesome. But like, what about the stories I tell, man? I do a show every day. Or, you know, every, every weekday, unless otherwise said. So... There's going to be some things bound to happen. First, I'm bound to repeat stories. I'm probably going to forget some of the details of some of them. So I can understand where some things might not always click sometimes. I'm also a forgetful person. So I might be saying some shit that I've already said at one point or another. So that's also a thing. But man, it is, it's been a, a weird week. Uh, I want to open up besides with that. But the guitarist from... Uh, all That Remains passed away, Ollie, and uh, I loved that band when I was in high school, man. I haven't really listened to them, you know, really since like 2006, but man, they were a good band. They were a solid metal band that dude was shredding. They don't know the reason of the death. They don't know what happened. Um, the rock and roll, the rock and roll world is a very um, seductive world. If you kind of catch my drift, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's that, um, anything with that. But it's it's a weird place, man. Um, you know, you get older and you're starting to see some of your idols pass on. And it's kind of, I, I guess that's kind of like how like really old people feel sometimes. You know, the world that they used to live in, they used to cherish, is now disappeared and replaced with something so unfamiliar to them that life doesn't feel like it should go that way you, you know, clearly so i i don't under you know i don't want to say i don't understand but i under, i can kind of get it um and it makes me feel bad about myself it makes me feel bad for us as a society cuz some of these changes really are incredibly sudden and drastic for a lot of people like i find myself like googling some shit that i didn't know that I sh- maybe i should know I don't know. Then again, like, it's weird, man, because even my, even myself, like, I come from this generation where, like, we were just, like, on the brink of technology becoming what it is today. So I grew up with technology to a certain extent, you know? I, like, my social network of all choice, of choice, was MySpace back in the day. Now it's, you know, it's Facebook, you know, that, that's kind of the bigger thing. I remember when Facebook was starting out, you had to be a college student with an EDU, now anyone can get one, and now Facebook is like the biggest goddamn company in the world. Well, not the biggest company in the world, but you know what I'm saying. But it's weird because like that change was maybe a short while compared to everything else, and like the change in that was so drastic, was so big. Things moved way too quick. I went, I looked at a cell phone from the '80s, and man, it, it's so different. It's so different. 
so, you know, growing up sucks because you hit with the strange reality of, of like, things not lasting all the time. You know, the, the, uh, the nice clear coat varnish of adulthood is washed off. And now you're seeing the really gritty grossness that is the, un- like, it's the, uh, the worn down wood, the aged old lumber that rests in the middle of that. And it's, it's not, clearly it's not the best thing, but like, it's like one of those situations where you, you kind of gotta do what you gotta do to keep that wood from just destroying out from underneath itself, going crazy and, you know, getting a therapist to talk to because you don't know how to handle the wood. I I guess I'm kind of, you know, projecting there for a moment. I got a big-ass truck next to me. Oh, it's a big-ass truck. It's got a sticker on the back of it that says Size Matters. Um, dude, you, bro, you're driving a long fucking island. Where, what are you driving on top of? Are you going to mountains? Like, what? There's no mountains here, man. I think the highest thing you got is like the Huntington Roads and I don't think your truck's going to make it up there because that's a steep road and you're tr- you have a truck. Man, people people's car deci- choices decisions. People's car choices on Long Island really bother me. Because like if everyone wants to have a truck, oh, I got to have a big truck. Why? In case I get into an accident. Okay. You want a truck because you want to be safe when something happens. Well, the cars have that too. But the big problem is if everyone drives trucks and your truck hits another truck, how safe you going to be? Also, trucks are significantly more expensive. So, you know, there's that. You crash one of those babies, you know, that that's a good chunk of money. And since no one on Long Island really owns anything, it's all financed by banks. I'm pretty sure it's the rest of America. Everything you own is financed, so, like, what are you going to do about that? I don't know. So, what else happened today? It, it's it's Wednesday. I think I mentioned that before. I'm tired. I'm shot. I got some editing to do when I get home. I got to edit the Copper Piece podcast, which is my Dungeons & Dragons adventure podcast. I say adventure themed, but it's, it's an adventure podcast. It's one of those things where you kind of, like, want to listen to the beginning and and follow through. And we're on, like, episode 20-something, which is... It's been a long time, man. That's a a long-ass time. It's a lot of episodes, especially not all the time that we release an episode every week. It's been kind of an every-other-week kind of thing. Last week, I was trying to edit an episode, and Audacity crashed on me. Crashed on me during recording. So I said, fuck that. I got rid of Audacity because that, that was a problem. There's a problem just like starting starting up and I couldn't deal with that. So I got this program called Reaper. It's been working good. I like it. Um, the people I do the show with, they're like, well, we got to figure out other ways to back up the recording. So maybe we should get a, a small digital recorder for the board. And I agreed. I thought that was a good idea. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, job-wise, things are weird right now, man. I'm in a really weird position because... I know, like, okay, so, usually when I get into a job, I'm really good at what I do. I'm usually, I don't want to say I'm usually happy, but I'm, I'm you know, I, I usually have a good time. I can get through the days without a problem, and eventually, there's, oh, eventually down the road, there's always something that's gonna, like, get me right in the back, that's gonna sting forever, 
until something's done about it. Now, the last several years of my life, I've been working in banking, which is fucking awful, but I made some good friends out of the deal. Uh, banking's been awful, it's been rough. So, you know, the last couple of months, like I went from one bank to another bank. I really liked the one other bank I was moving to because I liked the manager. Manager gets fired because they're redoing the entire company. And now I'm stuck with this manager that I, I just don't quite get. And, and like a bunch of staff members are leaving. Things aren't as good as they were when I first got there. And the company's changing too. So the, it, lots of major drastic changes, which is understandable for anyone who want to leave. So I, I was one of those people who was looking to leave and find something else. Unfortunately, I found something else at like the wrong time. I ended up getting screwed over more than not, so to speak. Like not even so to speak. That's what happened. I got screwed over, and in all sorts of different ways. And now I'm stuck in this job. And I've, I, I probably talked about this before about how this job is, how I feel about it. I'm not like a hundred percent on it still, because I got a lot of personal issues on a management standpoint that I just I can't get over and I'm trying and it just sucks and I don't and like half of it's kind of like I don't want to do it but I fight through it anyway and I do do it but the other part is me like I'm, I'm kind of fucking up some things here or there and it's not helping and if this is the way my life is gonna go I, I'm not okay with it and the other thing too is like the busy season's coming and I'm gonna fuck shit up and I don't feel like you know being the, the cause behind some problems and on top of that my anxiety and all this other crazy shit's going on so Thursday tomorrow when I see my therapist it should be interesting we should have an interesting conversation about life um yeah so that's that's gonna be fun I don't know what else to really say man um you know I talked about Red Dead Redemption the other day Apparently, some journalists are kind of going um, really deep into work hours at different places, like different work areas. Uh, you know, we had the whole Walking Dead situation happen with Telltale Games. So they, they have a big thing going on where that studio's closing, and they still got a bunch of shit to finish, which is also bad. So now they're trying to figure out ways to get the last season of the Telltale Walking Dead series out there to the customers who've already paid for it and see what happens. So, you know, that, that's kind of a, a thing going on. That's, that's a little weird. That's a little heavy. You know, that's a, that's a lot of moving pieces. Then there's like, I don't know, man. Like, I've been playing... So I've been playing Destiny 2 a lot. And I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, man. I really like the game because... It's a little bit more action-based. Like, uh, honestly, the the f- first-person shooting in that game is bar none the best. The best I've ever played. I've played a lot of FPSs, man. That game handles so smooth. It's so good. Like, I know for a fact that, like, yeah, maybe I'm not always hitting the targets dead on, but the bullets still kind of go there. So that's cool. You know, it makes me feel good as a player. I think it should. And, yeah, it does have... um. You know, there, there's still other things there that kind of counteract that. Oh, I'm tired. I'm sorry, now like I'm yawning, now you're probably going to yawn. And I apologize for that. So yesterday was like the Festival of the Lost started. And I'm really happy about that because now 
they, they didn't come out last year because, whoa, was Destiny 2 launch bad? There's a lot I can talk about that game, man. I can talk a lot about that game. Probably one of the biggest things I can talk about with that game is how, like, it just... How did the launch go the way it did? Like, last year I talked about it. Last year I talked about it on different shows I was on. And I was like, you know what? The launch was good at first. The first month I liked it. And then, like, a lot of shit just felt watered down. The, the, the ammo system in Destiny 1 was perfect. The gun situation was perfect. There's a bunch of different guns that can go in these slots. They have these ammo types. Here you go. Destiny 2 really shook it up. You know, with the new updates and stuff where you can have whatever gun drops or whatever thing. Here you go. Fine. You want a shotgun? You want a min-hand shotgun? Here you go. Take it. Still going to use, like, whatever ammo, but here you go. Whatever. I think that's that worked out better than, I don't know, the, the original situation they had where you had a kinetic weapon, you had an energy weapon, and you had a heavy weapon. But the heavy weapon was just like... All the medium and heavy shit from Destiny 1. So, oh yeah, here's your fusion rifle. Here's your sniper rifle. All in the heavy slot? You're going to tell me that I, I should take a sniper rifle over a rocket launcher? Which does higher burst damage? Burst damage meaning all the damage comes right at the gate. There's no intermittent damage later. You're gonna, And it's always like a lot of damage too. But nah, sorry bro. I'm going to stick with that. So like, yeah. The people bitched and played enough that the game changed. Thank God. Because I, I don't... I'm sorry, I can't running. I'm really tired. I gotta make some coffee when I get home. But I can't, I can't deal with that, man. I don't think I could deal with that for the entire game. And I know they saw a lot. Like, a lot of people saw that. Bungie saw that, so they changed it up. And they started talking about weapons, and the weapons are having different perks, and they, they increased those, which is really cool, too. And there, there's this huge problem with the game back in the day where, you know, it's just things weren't happening the way they, they should have been. Like, it's just, like, how come you couldn't just take the end of Destiny 1, copy, paste, move it to Destiny 2? Also, why did Destiny 2 have to be a whole different game? They could have just, like, done something else with it because I love the old stuff. You know, I feel like Destiny would be the quintessential MMO you know, it'd be really good if they just kind of, if the next game, Destiny 2, was instead maybe like the Red Army, and they released that, and it just added on content to everything else, and I get like maybe the generation gap was probably a problem, probably didn't lend itself to better, the betterment of the situation. But, like, even look at what, what Bungie's doing. They're bringing back some of the weapons from the first Destiny into Destiny 2. So, like, in even some areas with Forsaken have been, you know, copy-pasted. You know, you had the Prison of Elders situation going on. You know, that would have been cool. Hey, here's the Prison of Elders. By the way, everything's all fucked up with the Prison of Elders now, so there you go. That would have been really cool. Not everything has to stay the way it is. Look at games like World of Warcraft, where clearly things change over time. You know, that's that. I like to see a lot of, um, I mean, what more do I want to see 
with Destiny 2. Oh, yeah. The inclusion of machine guns. Machine guns are coming back. I'm excited by that. I don't know if this is not particularly a thing you guys might enjoy. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've been a big Destiny fan. I, I, I kind of fight through it. My wife tells me I have this love-hate relationship with it. Or, I'm sorry, an abusive relationship with it. Because at first, Destiny would be like, oh, come on, play me. And I'd be like, okay. And I'll play it. I'm like, this, this kind of sucks. But it demands that I play it. Luckily enough, you know, right around, I'm going to say a month or two after the game came out, I went to something else. I started playing other shit again. And then, um, you know, Crystal Messiah came out. I ignored it. I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to wait. Then Warmind came out. I was like, you know what? I'll jump back into it for Warmind. And I didn't quite fall in love with Curse of Osiris. But Warmind was pretty good. I liked it. I really did like Warmind. And then we had, like, you know, Forsaken, which, once again, I didn't jump right into because I was still playing Battle for Azeroth, where I had my own qualms about that. I'm done with that. I unsubbed from World of Warcraft until they figure their shit out. I feel like what's been happening now with Warcraft in particular is that it might not be worth playing right away. I don't know. I'm a very... I used to play hardcore back in the day, but now I've kind of lowered myself to a more casual basis. So now I don't play as much. You know, I can't play as much World of Warcraft because I got the 9 to 5. You know, see what happens with that, though. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know, man. Like shit's a little fucked up with that with World of Warcraft. They got their own problems to figure out, and they know it, and they're trying their best to fix it with new patches and updates and whatnot. And that's cool, though, man. But like, you kind of should have seen this coming. Like a lot of people talked about it, man. A lot of people brought this to your attention in the beta, and you didn't listen to anyone. Azerite traits are just fucking stupid. And this is a weird world to live in, because, you know, two years ago, maybe, you know, last year, Destiny, you know, that was in an awful place. World of Warcraft was in a great place, and now the tables have changed. So what happened? You know, who got rid of whom? I know for a fact that Blizzard's working on something new. So I'm excited to see what that new thing is, you know. It could be a very, it could be various things. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm excited to see what it could be. So, like you know, Blizzard is Overwatch, and they've been doing really good at Overwatch, but now like Overwatch has kind of died down a little bit, and now people are onto the battle royale stuff, man. People are now playing all the battle royale stuff. Call of Duty Black Ops just came out with their battle royale. You know, and apparently it's pretty good. Apparently blackout mode, as it's called, is actually pretty good. 88 players on a map. Same shit, man. It's the same shit. You know. I don't think there's anything inherently super special about it. It's just Call of Duty with 88 people. I mean, I really don't know what, what to take from that. Like, where else do I go to there? So, another news. I got I got a nosebleed at work today, man. That was weird. That was super weird. I'm just sitting there, nose starts bleeding, you know, patch that shit up. Then it was bleeding again. I was like, man, really, really we're doing this today? Out of all the days we're doing this. I know it's gross and disgusting, but whatever. My show, I do what I want. 
You'll notice that one thing I don't talk about in the show is sports. A lot of people, like, I know, uh, I follow Bill Burr. Yeah, I like his Monday morning podcast, so I listen to that. And, uh, all right show, man. Like, it's a good show. I like what he does. I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm kind of, like, I'm like kind of riffing off of it, I guess, a little bit. I listen to it. I'm like, if he can do it, I can do it too. So, I'm, you know, I'm going for it. I respect for I respect him. I respect him. I respect what he does. Especially with, you know, the comedy and whatnot. He's a funny guy. But, you know, he talks a lot about sports. I was listening to the latest episode. He opened up about sports. So it's talking about sports and stuff. And, uh, you know, sports aren't my thing. I, I tried to make sports my thing, but it's not. I, I, I don't exactly know why. I feel... I, I can't even use the excuse like, Oh, there's too many rules. Because... I play board games. I play D and D. I know rules, man. That's that's not like the that's not the problem. The problem is, is like I just I, maybe I'm just not interested in it as a whole. Like the only sport I can watch really is hockey. Even most cases with hockey, I'm kind of you're kind of stretching on me. Like I don't know. Maybe I'll make the effort to watch hockey sometimes if my friends are watching stuff. You know, we go to a bar, we, we watch hockey. That's cool, but. Anything else, man? Basketball? Can't follow. Football? Ugh, I'm done with football. I try. <laughs> my family used to say I'd make a good football player. I'm like, no, I wouldn't because I got no idea what I'm doing in football. Oh, you just hit the ball and run to the other end. Okay, well, I tried doing that. No one's, you know, someone's like, oh, you're off sides. What does that mean, man? Okay, you can only move when someone says hike. Uh, how do I know when someone does that? Oh, they yell. But I'm in this I'm in this area and everyone's yelling. Like, what's going on? I would, I'd be an awful football player. Also, I'm not in good shape. I'm just a big dude and I'm not in good shape. That Just because I'm a big dude doesn't mean, like, I'm effective. I can only run for, like, 30 seconds, which is all right. Because I think, like, that's how long it takes to run. The average football game is only played for, like, 10 minutes. The rest of it's just commercial. So, you know, maybe I do have what it takes. But I exert 10 minutes of, of moving around in my life. You know, maybe that's a good thing. I also can't throw for shit. So baseball is out of the question for me. I don't like... I, out of all the sports, man, I hate baseball the most. Yep. Yep. I don't like baseball. I don't like baseball because I think it's too boring. All right, we're going to throw this ball. And uh, you either hit it or it goes in one direction. If it's over a line, it, it, you can't do it. And, you know, it counts as a foul ball, and you gotta try again. Okay, and then it's like you're running in short. You're doing sprints in short bursts. It's you know, you, how, how many times can you watch a man throw a ball to third base just in time? Like, oh, I, I don't know, man. And then, like the stats bother me. Like, I don't, okay, I don't want to say the stats bother me. I, I want to say the people behind who get all stat crazy bother me. That's probably more accurate of a situation. Because these are the people who, like, used to call me a nerd and shit. Now, here they are spouting out statistics. Like, it's nothing. Like, they're the, like, like do, do they understand the irony in that entire situation? Like, oh, I'm, I'm childish for liking video games and superheroes and comics and shit. But you're sitting here spouting numbers at me like you're the one that got 
the highest score in the class. I, which is weird, too. I never got high scores in classes, so. I mean, every, the occasional test, yeah. But, like, I, I just, I don't get, I don't get sports. I don't get the statistics behind sports. I had someone try to sit down and explain them to me, and I was still like, all right, so fantasy football, make a team of people. Oh, yeah, don't get me sorry about this shit, but I'm going to do it anyway. You got a team of people. This team and these people are never playing together. Never playing at a concise moment. There's a TV show called The League, which is about a fantasy football group of people. I don't know what to call them. And the show's not about fantasy football, like, at all. It just happens that they all play. And at the end of the season, someone won. I don't I don't get why. But, yeah. So, anyway, like, I, I, I just don't get fantasy football. What, you got to pick these players? You got to put them on a fictitious team? And depending how how they act is how your team does? Like, I, I just don't get it. That concept totally eludes me. Like, it's a phantom team? Is that what you're telling me? Like, oh, this guy's gonna, you know, if he was playing with the rest of those players, that's how the team would go. Oh, okay. I guess. I don't know. How do I measure this stuff? Oh, there's a little sheet. Oh, fuck off, man. I don't... Sports... Watching sports is complicated enough. Now you're making me imagine sports. And that's also super complicated. Like, why why you gotta do this to people? And I get it. If you're into it, you're into it. I actually have a lot of friends who are into that and are also into nerdy stuff. And good for them. Because those are usually the guys who end up on top while other people will just, like, pick players because of whatever. And it's really funny to me with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, man. I really wonder, like, if that has any effect on people's, like, NFL fantasy draft things. Uh, oh, yeah. And also... Uh, fuck DraftKings, like, for fuck's sake, man. I hate these websites where you do the fantasy football on the websites and it's like, you could win a million dollars. No, no, you really can't. You know, you gotta be really good with that shit and, like, I don't know, that's just, that's just false advertising, my man. I don't, I really don't understand how that shit works. You know, I can't. Holy shit just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. To me, in, in several levels. Then, um, yeah, like, I, I I played soccer when I was a kid. I didn't like that. That was like, soccer is like the opposite of of, um, of baseball, where it's like, okay, soccer. Here's a ball in the field. Now fucking run, run forever. What are you doing? Why do you stop running? Oh, I'm tired. You can fucking keep on running. You can, and then, like, I'm running, and they're like, no, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm running. No, you can only run up to that line. What the fuck, man? Hockey's like that, too. Like, oh, like, there's positioning and all. Like, fuck, man. Like, I, I, I don't get, I don't got time for that. I guess that's the only commendable thing about football, where it's like, okay, all these players are lined up. This guy's going to try to catch the ball. So you throw it to him and try to get the ball to the other end. I I also kind of like rugby in a way too because it's like rougher and not football. Like I think I don't understand shit about rugby, but I, I watch a game of rugby and I'm like, nah, that guy did the right thing. He did a good job. That was a good play. 
and like all the players kind of respect each other differently than football players do. And like I don't know, the games of rugby man are super quick. It's like all right, 15 20 minutes done. That's it. That's the whole game. I'm like, all right, I can respect that. Meanwhile, football games take like four hours. And there's like no football. It's just used as, like, it's like, oh, let's just use sports in a way to make commercials for things. Like, dude, there's been plenty of times where it's like, okay, they're going to snap the ball and commercial. Like, what, what happens when the shit, what happens to you when you're in the stadium and you're watching these people play, and they gotta cut to commercial. What happens then? Or it's like, okay, they snap the ball, and all right, everyone in the stadium, they're gonna play commercials for like five minutes. So we're, I guess, they just do some shit with a mascot. Here's a mascot. He's got a knife. And he's gonna try to stab these kids. And if he doesn't do it in five minutes, you know, we get to kill him. Is that is that how that shit works? I've been to like a baseball game where like of course it's not televised. I've been to like a local baseball game and that's fun because like they they only step one time. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's really going on in those either. But I'm just there for the good food. And uh, you know, I usually don't like to pay for things. So of course the food's not on my bill. It's on a company's bill, and uh, it, it's fun. And yeah, it's a ducks game, so I used you know, I should have said ducks and then follow up with Bill. That would have been funny. That would have been a good pun. But no, I fucked that one up. Dropped that one. Gotta remember that for next time. We gotta tell this whole story again. You know, in like several weeks. So what have you been doing lately? What's going on with you? I'm, I, my whole nasal cavity's all fucked up. I feel like I'm getting a little sick. You know, that, that's what it is. It's changing the seasons. I talked about this yesterday. We dropped down to a real low degree. And now, you know, people are, people are freezing instantly. I get it, man. It's cold. I said earlier today, too. It's cold. We're getting there. We're, we're like, skipping right past fall, man. Going right... Like a fucking swan dive right into winter. And they said it's supposed to be rough this year. You know, but when I ask who they are, it's the Farmer's Almanac people. And maybe it's not going to be so bad for Long Island or New York. It might be bad for, like, other places. And goddamn Minnesota's probably... Minnesota had snow to, like, like the summer. They got hit pretty bad. God, I am not doing well in my respiratory area. It's kind of rough. And, uh, yeah. So, I don't know what else I'm really looking forward to. I gotta catch up on a couple of shows. I gotta watch The Good Place. I gotta catch up on that. Season 3 of that. Big fan. It's always Sunday in Philadelphia. is back with another season. I'm happy Dennis is back. I thought he was gonna leave. But it's nice to see him back. I, I, I gotta... Sometimes when, when shows come out, I don't like to watch them... Immediately, I know I'm supposed to in order for them to track the numbers so they know what people are watching. You got like a week on those, but I like to like store up like three or four episodes of a show and just binge watch the shit out of them one after another. I just like boom, 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 let's see what's going on. I like to do that shit. 
so it's always sunny. You know, there's that. There's, um, I got into this new show called The Guest Book. So it's, we were in Salem, right? And we're sitting down, we're getting ready. I might have talked about this before. And we're getting ready to go out, and the show comes on. It's done by the guy who did, uh, My Name is Earl. I think that's the name of the show. Jason Lee. So we're watching the show, and the whole thing's about, like, there's, there's an overarching storyline where the owner of this mountain resort is cheating on his wife. His wife is played by the same woman from Scrubs, who played uh, Shirley and, and Laverne. I'm sorry, Laverne and Shirley. Get that reference. So that was like, a, so that's like the main premise. Oh yeah, and this guy is getting blackmailed by a stripper. You know, so he he doesn't want to get out, so he's doing shit for her. Meanwhile, the guest book itself—it's it's a physical item. It's a book that guests are writing their stories in. So there's all sorts of different characters in the show that come and go. Some things are tied together. You know, there's this one character who is, uh, he's an Amish dude on a uh, rumspringer and he, he's going around and he falls in love with, uh, the girl from eight mile, Brittany Murphy. So he's like, Oh, I got to find her. She's the love of my life. I gotta go find her. He doesn't understand electronics or TV, anything like that. And then it, it, someone tells him like, Oh, like she died. So when he finds out now he's trying to kill himself to, to go to the afterlife to find her. But he doesn't quite succeed at all. And then, like, just the last moment, he ends up turning on the TV and he watches an old episode of the Brady Bunch, falls in love with Marsha Brady. Now he's trying to find her. And that's kind of like how the episode ends. Like, it, and, like, and there's another character, this other comic, who's actually quite vulgar, and I like him because he tells the truth. Um, I can't remember his, his name. But he's on an episode, and he, his whole thing is that he loves counting shit. So he, he does that. And he's got this little cute little angle to himself, too. Where he's just like, he, he likes this girl. And the whole thing, the whole show, is about all these different guests and how they interact with that main plot line. I think that's a really cool idea. And it's working out so far. And I, we're sitting there, we're watching the show, we get to the last episode of the season. And there we gotta go. I'm like, this is a 20-minute show. We got... 10 minutes left. Can we just chill? Can we just chill and watch it? Nah, we gotta go. I felt bad. Because I really wanted to finish it. I still gotta finish it. I gotta watch it from like the very beginning because we caught it like, I don't know, maybe six or seven episodes in. I don't know how long the show is. First season, I can't imagine it being long. Not a lot of first season shows get picked up for like that long. Oh man, you're backing up. Really? Oh yeah, by the way, I'm driving through a parking lot because I gotta pick up some stuff from home. For home. So, there's that. So, unlike the other times, or unlike the other times, I'm not pull, pulling up to my house. I am pulling up to a CVS. I'm going to be waiting online for 30 minutes, and I will see you guys later. You know, while I go buy some paper towels and toilet paper. All right, guys, it's been fun. I know it's a weird episode. I've been really weird lately. Lots of things will make sense later, hopefully. I don't know. I got to figure out what's going on with life and work. Because I'm kind of being thrown for a loop here. And we'll figure that out. I got some projects up and coming. I don't want to talk about that either. I mean, I could. And there's a lot of things to talk about. But I, I'm, I'm not ready for it yet. When I get there, you'll know. Oh, trust me. Everyone's going to know when I get there. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. Find me on 
Twitter at, at Agitated Stove, Instagram Agitated Stove as well. Uh, you can follow Copper Piece as well. We got a new episode coming out tomorrow. I'm about to go edit that shit right now. And that's about it, man. That that's all I got for you. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for sticking around. I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I got a good amount of listens in right now for someone who does a show that's half-ass produced, not really advertised. I don't want my family listening to this. It's not really advertised. Not really a lot of a lot of promotional stuff going on with the show, and I, I appreciate anyone that listens. If you share the show, that's really cool. I appreciate that too. You know, I love you guys for it. And maybe, maybe something will, you know, maybe I gotta start taking notes throughout my day of things that I experience that I want to talk about. Because that, that's something, maybe I gotta, maybe I kick it up a notch for a show that I do every day. Alright, thank you very much guys. Once again, have a good night. Take it easy.